we're both like i've already heard this story but it's been like it's been, <laughs> it's been a, year. a year it's been a year we're both like drunk slob kebabs vomiting together Okay, you guys, today is all about New Year's Eve, and we're talking about some of like the foolishness that we've got into in 2019, but we also kind of reminisce about some of the growth experiences that we've had in 2019, all of the good stuff. We're looking ahead to 2020, um, laying down those resolutions, and we're committed. Um, as always, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Give us those five stars. It really does help. Uh, follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Oh My God Same Podcast. Um, and yeah, just keep engaging with our content. We also have playlists. Don't forget, it is a little tricky to find on Spotify, but I'm going to do a little um, screenshot demo type of thing and I'll throw it up on the gram. So um, they're there and they're waiting for your ears. back in this bitch welcome back to the oh my god same podcast i am erin and i'm jacqueline as usual and that was just my second we back in this bitch because the first time i tried to do a little remix and it it didn't really work no it didn't execute but as we were sitting here we just said we're gonna start a blooper reel because some of this shit's funny and uh we wanted to share some of our outtakes with you all eventually there's some outtakes yeah yeah this is not yeah this doesn't come out the way you hear it every time no (laughs) there's some editing that happens no so we're back on our our normal grind we're getting into this rhythm of doing you know our boxing class and then recording and it's it's been nice yeah a nice healthy saturday get up go to rumble and then we like cleanse ourselves from the drenching of sweat that we are and then we come back and do a little recording yeah, I feel like I got so much aggression out. I was, damn, I was like punching those bags. And so I got like, I cleansed my body in the class and then physically cleansed my body yeah, after. Yeah, and now you're like brand new. Yeah, and of course after class when I'm all like hot and sweaty, I see a guy from The Bachelor who I'm in love with. Yeah, but after, Jacqueline, tell them that that's the second Bachelor guy you've seen in two weeks. Yeah, so last week we saw another one who I didn't really like as much. He's been like on, I'm not going to drop names. I mean, I could. No one listens to this. I mean, they but, all have like names like Mike and yeah, John. Let's that's just not a say, big deal. if you're a Bachelor fan, you will recognize Michael, the one that was on Desiree's season and has been like trying to make a comeback, but has been kind of pathetic but let me tell you he looked good like he's been throwing those punches on the rumble bag and then today I was I'm truly like still not over this Derek Peth yeah ladies and gentlemen and Erin has no idea who Mm -mm. these men are because she does not watch it but it was a great day for me but um I would have preferred them you know to see them prior to the class but that's okay it's okay so I'm gonna keep on going back moral of the story yeah, I was like, I'm a bachelorette, so you know for sure. And I was like, oh damn, like all these bachelor guys, do they live on the Upper East Side? Because you don't go to the Upper East Side on a Saturday morning unless you like. They must. Yeah, they must. I guess it but. would make sense to me because yeah, why would you like schlep up to like eighty? what sixth street yeah on a Saturday morning exactly. Okay, so let's get into our 
Weekly catch up. Um, You have a lot to say. So I'm going to go first just because we'll get it out of the way. And then I want to hear your full story. Some of which I don't even know all the deets yet. So I'm really looking forward to it. Last week, I told you that at 3.19 p.m., I was still waiting for a text from this fuckboy about going out. Well, I did get the text, I think around like five or six. And the text read, Jacqueline, it said, hey. Does it? And does it. Okay. <laughs> and so I read it. And not I was, a lot to work with. Not a lot to work with. So I was like, okay, thank you. I'm not replying. I'm going to do this whole Jared Freed thing and just see what happens. So I did. And then the next morning, Sunday morning, I awoke to a text with a broken heart emoji. Mm-hmm. And that's it? And that's it. Okay. <laughs> and so... I'm in a few words. I'm in a few words. And uh, then I replied with the emoji... Because, you know, last week we were talking about, like, people that only speak in emojis. Uh-huh. And I think this is fucking so comedic at this point. Guess what I replied with? What did you reply with? I, I hope re- another emoji. It was. It was the question mark emoji. Yes. Not a typed question mark, the emoji, so I could, like, get on his level. Uh-huh. And he wrote back something like, oh, guess you curbed me last night. Like, fuck boy, I'll curb you for the rest of your life. Like, you are not worth my time, my effort. Even the finger effort it's taking to type letters into words on in a text bubble. No, no, no. And that's basically where the story ends. Like, it was a lot of like, oh, let's go out sometime, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Never heard from him again. He's got horrible Some, intentions. Sometime equals never. Right, exactly. Like, And, and it's 100% fine. He's off my phone. I really could care less. Um, but it's just a great example that like, if you do the Jared Freed method and he, he will text back mm-hmm. and he might not text anything exciting or great, but... If you if you play hard to get, he'll he'll try again. He'll try, try, try again. Um, and then that's really that's really all I have. Um, I'm a little under the weather, so if my voice sounds like my Kristen Cavallari voice, <laughs> I'm not hungover. I am literally like fighting a cold. It's been a tough week. I've had some like stomach issues. I might have a gluten intolerance. It's a whole fucking thing. And now I also have a cold because New York can't decide what season we're in. It's like 30 degrees one day and right now it's like 50 degrees. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a little bit of a cold, so I apologize in advance. But I think some of you guys like my Kristen Cavallari voice, so enjoy. We enjoy it. Yeah. It's a little sultry. Um, Okay, Jacqueline, you are up. I want to know the update. You have a... A real doozy this week, so you're up. I always have a doozy. Okay, so as a little recap from last week, um, I told you guys that I got banged out and I liked someone, correct? Do you do we recall this? I recall. Okay, now uh, things took a turn, if you will, and uh, there was a an Instagram post that I came across this week that just spoke to me and it was one day you're going to meet someone who won't ghost you after you tell your family and friends about them and that is exactly where I'm at in this whole situation so I was being very elusive very like I don't want to give an update because I like this person and whatever Mm -hmm. Uh uh-uh nope things have changed it's all going on the table now yep so fair game and if you're listening to this fuck you (laughs) yeah fuck you too (laughs) 
I mean, like a friendly fuck you. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't have anything against you. Just like friendly fuck you. Like a fuck you that you would say to someone on the street. Like (laughs) someone like cuts you off on the street. You're like, go fuck yourself. And then you just keep going about your day. Exactly. Oh, that is a beautiful analogy. Yes. So I'm sick, but I still got a few zingers in me. She's still got it. Um, So I I basically, uh, I got this um, instinct uh, last week at the end of the week. Um, basically to give you some context, this guy was like full force, like gung ho on all about me going hundred miles per hour, great communication style would like call me, text me, FaceTime me, whatever. Like it was all going on the right track, full steam ahead. And then I just, I got this feeling and the only thing I can attribute it to is the woman's instinct. And I think it is something that we are gifted with and, um, we have to just listen to that, mm-hmm. but I felt something in my body. It was off. Communication was off. Um, so he was kind of being dodgy, wasn't asking my question, answering my questions about where he was going to be this weekend. And then there was like a day or two of no communication, no answering. And I was like, this is really strange. This is abnormal. And my first instinct was like, is something wrong? Like, are you sick? Are you in the hospital? Like, what happened? And, um, you know, I don't like to give people headspace that really don't deserve it, but it did consume my entire weekend because he was sort of being dodgy, wasn't answering my texts. Um, you know, I said, how's your weekend going? And he was like, um, sorry, apologies for being inactive. You know, um, how are you? And it's like, well, you didn't answer my question. Things like that. It was just very sketchy. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about it. Like, it just felt sketchy to me. I don't get angry easily. You know, I might kind of like fake anger or like kind of play it up. But like there are maybe like three instances a year when I really get angry mm-hmm. and I was for some reason um about this situation my blood was boiling and I was like I when something's off I need to have an answer because I can't just sit around and pretend like things are fine so, yeah the the time that you like sit and you're like stewing is the worst like I would yes. rather know than than make up situations in my own head that's that is absolutely the worst. I wanted to kind of play it cool. So, you know, Sunday rolls around or whatever day it was. I'm losing track of time now. But I basically was like, damn, you really went off the grid this weekend, huh? Like text A for alive. So I just wanted to be like a little lighthearted, but also calling it out. Yeah, like, it, it was a very been? clever text. The text A for alive is actually very, very clever. I love it. I elicited some, you know some opinions of the group chat so I went with that and then no no response there ghosting to me is the highest form of like disrespect in any kind of relationship if a friend is ghosting me I'm still gonna get upset it just is a complete disregard for someone else's time and energy and emotions yeah they say ignoring someone is the biggest f you that you can give them Like it it literally is discounting their entire being. Yeah, it's awful. And you're, you know, and especially in a dating situation, you're putting yourself out there on the line. And I was very vulnerable and upfront with this dude from day one. And I felt like, yeah, it was very early on and had only been, you know, a few weeks or something. But like if you're dating and sleeping with someone, giving them signals that you are relationship material and then you go from like 100 miles per hour to like slamming on the brakes all of it all at once, you're going to be like, well, 
what the fuck happened? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I was at. And I was like, you know what? I just need to know once and for all. And I'm telling you guys this, not to like put this dude on blast or anything, but really as a PSA to number one, don't ghost someone. It's really immature. But number two, like how to handle if someone is ghosting you, because this is not the first time and it might not be the last time. But I now have the tools to like to not accept this behavior. Yeah, you're you're a lot more confident probably than the last time this ever happened. And now you you don't give a fuck like this guy's obviously not shit because anyone that's doing that is a total asshole or just could care less about you. So why care about them? Like say what you have to say to clear your own mind and then you move on. Basically, this is the text that I got a response right away. As soon as I sent that, I saw the three little dots popped up and I was like, damn, I got in. But it also shows before you tell us Uh that homeboy is not that far away from his phone. Exactly. Like everybody checks their phone 300 times a day. Like ghosting is just cowardly. Okay. So I said, hey, I'm not sure what's going on with you right now, but I do know that I certainly do not deserve to be ignored and ghosted. I know we've only been seeing each other for a few weeks, but I thought there might be a real connection starting. I've been honest and upfront with you from the start, and I would appreciate some sort of explanation at this point. Period. (laughs) And then cue the three dots of him typing, and then it disappearing, and then typing again, and then disappearing. Oh, that's the best. And I was like, yes. Got him. Got him. And at that point, I was just like, I don't know what the hell this man is going to say. And, you know, to make a, a long story short, and I still can't tell to this day if it is genuine or if it's just a elaborate excuse to get me off his back or, or whatever. But he made up some I, I'm going to take it as coming from my woman's instinct that this is sketchy. I'm taking it as maybe a half truth or maybe a little bit of a white lie. And I think he's just sort of like trying to the slow fade but I haven't heard from him in like a few days and and I'm not expecting to and that's totally fine and having some time away from it I don't really care well you shouldn't care you only went on a handful of dates with him and also I would just say that like the behavior that he's showing you is a great sign of who he really is we always say this when someone shows you who they are you have to believe them yeah, I agree. Um, it's very indicative of like any kind of future relationship. Um, I am someone who needs communication and I would just appreciate if something, if, you know, if he wasn't feeling it anymore or whatever, just be upfront with that. I don't need some lie. I don't need some like emotional thing to like throw at my face. Like it, it's just not cool. The only reason to not answer someone is if you're like in a hospital and your phone is dead or I don't know, or you're on a you're plane. You're physically incapable of answering. Right. Yeah. So, you know, end of rant. I don't need to give him any more time than I um, than I have. Uh, you know, it's just not worth it. And I'm moving on. And I really decided um, as we were talking about this episode of, you know, gearing up for the new year, uh, January 2020 is going to be a month of me and a, a month of like clearing out all of like the the nonsense. So January 2020 is going to be alcohol free, animal product free and fuck boy free. Love that. And I can say this now because it'll be kind of out in the open by the time this episode comes out. But I did get a new job and that has really been giving me 
just a a new energy, new perspective, a new thing to like dump my um, energy and motivation towards, you know, in addition to this podcast, of course, but like just having that like clean start in January is going to, I think, do wonders for me. And I would just say if there's anything that's like feels icky in your life, like just stop it for a few weeks and see how you feel. Yeah, I know your job was really like weighing you down. Um and, and, you know, everybody has to make a living and no job is perfect. But if it's really fucking up with your like mental state on a regular basis, that's a problem. And I'm so glad that you found something. Timing is everything. And mm-hmm. um, this is literally like the start of something new for, for you, like physically, obviously. But just your mental space will be so much better that you don't have this like this high high drama situation in your life all the time. So we are talking about New Year's Eve. It is, for some, the biggest night of the year, and uh, but it always comes with some sort of drama. I thought it'd be kind of fun just to share some of our most crazy, wild, depressing, I don't know, all of the things, New Year's Eve stories. Um, this was inspired by Erin's story, which she's going to tell us I feel like I'm blushing already <laughs> it's I was a witness to the or not a witness a physical witness but I heard about this right after it happened and man like it was it's cringeworthy yeah it's good like let's just get into it this is gonna air New Year's Eve so either take this as a piece of advice to like do as we say not as we do or maybe you know, I think we're going to get into like our own plans this New Year's Eve, but a quiet night in is is A-OK too, to um, avoid the fuckery yep. of the world. Yep. Okay, so I'll tell the infamous story. So last year, I was had been dating somebody for a couple of months, and we had talked about just sort of like staying in... Um, like to his apartment, just having like a quiet night in, like get food and just like drink a little bit and and just like hang out, like no pressure. So that's what we had planned to do. And then at the last minute, he invited his brother and sister-in-law to come over. And they brought, and this was the first time I was going to be meeting them. So I was a little nervous. And I had also dressed for like a night in. And if I had met them out in the wild, I probably would have put myself together a little nicer. So it was kind of like a a sneak attack, which I didn't appreciate, but I didn't really say anything either. Um, And I could kind of feel, I'll preface this story with like, once they got there, I definitely felt like the fourth wheel. But it was just so like casual and I'm not comfortable around new people all the time. And I also felt like this wave of pressure because I was meeting his brother and it was just like a whole bunch of emotion. So I drank too much. <clears throat> shocking <laughs> but everybody did like we right, were all right. like super lit they brought like bottles and bottles and we were all drinking a fuck ton and um came to be 12 o'clock and we like did the whole ball dropping thing and then his neighbors were having a party so we all kind of went up there and then at one point like I blacked out no idea like there's a point in the night where I remember and then after that I don't mm-hmm. remember lights much like Light, lights out lights out on <laughs> the EC <laughs> yeah like lights definitely went out and then I remember 
what I remember the next thing is me waking up in his living room and vomiting all over the floor. Yeah, so that happened. And then I kind of like got myself up and I went into the bathroom because I was obviously sick and I found him throwing up in the toilet. (laughs) So the two of us somehow became like the sick twins. So then I am still, I start throwing up in his tub because (laughs) I'm like, I came to the bathroom to continue to throw up, dude. Like you're in my spot. Wait, can I just get the lay of the land here? So I'm assuming a tiny bathroom, New York style. Yeah. Okay. So he's throwing up in the toilet and you're throwing up (laughs) bent over in in the the tub. tub. (laughs) We're both like. I've already heard this story, but it's been like, it's been (laughs) a year. year. It's been a year. We're both like drunk slob kebabs vomiting together. And his brother and sister-in-law were probably like, what the fuck? And also, don't forget, like, I've vomited all over the living room now. So that happened. So anyway, I we ended up like crawling into bed at some point. And the next morning I like got up and made my way to like clean up a little bit. And then I left. Anyway, so yeah, that was it. And then and, and it was just it didn't go well after that. Like even as I was like kind of preparing myself to tell this story, Jacqueline was like, you know, these things can either like make you stronger or you're like, I should never see you again after that night. And that's kind of the way it was. We went with the the latter and um, it didn't last long after that. Who knows if it was because of that or because we just I think there were some things going on. Um, between us and I think that I'm I'm positive now that he wasn't ready for the kind of relationship I was sort of like talking about having with him and so I think he got a little cold feet and also this probably didn't help that like you know we just like vomiting together is not it can't it might not be a relationship yeah I mean seeing bodily fluids either you like if it doesn't bother you, you really love that person. And if it does bother you, then like, yeah. you're not meant to be together. Honestly, it didn't bother me. Um, and I never loved him at all. Like That's not <laughs> it. No, I wasn't in love with him or anything. Right. But I, it didn't bother me. I, I think I just could handle it a little bit better. Um, but anyway, long story short is like that was a tragic night and one I hope to never um, have again. And certainly like... It, it was just a bad night altogether. I, I didn't feel good about myself that night. I drank too much, obviously, as one might do on New Year's Eve. And then the way it all sort of like came together in the end was really shitty. But you live and you learn. Yeah, for sure. All right. What's your what's your New Year's Eve story? Yeah, I mean, my 2019 did not get off to a great start either. <laughs> it, it, We're a couple of fucking hot messes. I know. I'm feeling really good, though, about 2020, and um, I will just say that uh, 2019, um, I'm not doing anything this year. Let's just put it that way. I am not getting into any trouble. I am staying in this apartment by myself and ordering pizza and drinking wine by myself, and I am not going outdoors unless I have to walk my dog. That's it. Yeah, I think that's smart. I've done that before. I've done like the New Year's Eve where you stay in and I'm always happy I did the next morning when you're not hungover. And like I go to the gym the next day and it's like there's literally no one there. It's amazing. Yep. So 2019, um, so everybody seemed to have 
plans. And so just me and my good friend, we're still in the city. We're like, you know what? We're two single girls. We're not doing anything. Like, let's treat ourselves to a nice dinner and then like go out and see where the night takes us. We got dressed up. Um, you know, we had some wine at her place. Then we went to this this restaurant um, in her neighborhood and it was a prefix thing. Now, I will never do one of these godforsaken things ever again because the dinner was, number one, not good. Number two, super late. They must have like, people must have like called out the staff because it, it was atrocious. And um, as a, as a, I'm sorry, the restaurant like kept like feeding us shots of tequila oh god and the meal itself was so um was such small portions that we really didn't eat that much and so we had been like split a bottle of wine and then red or tequila on top of red wine not great that is like a recipe literal recipe for disaster yeah i feel like anything else but wine yeah, you, we, you can't mix. mix anything with wine. It's all wine or you're going to be on the floor. Right. And like one type of wine is is the key to success. Right. Anyway, so uh, then we go. It, it was like this, um, this place that had the restaurant on the first level and then they had a basement, which was like uh, they had a DJ down there, a couple more bars. So we went downstairs and that's where it really got a little fuzzy. Where it gets dicey. Yeah. So this was like we finished our meal at 11.50 and then we got downstairs. We probably did another shot or something. Got a couple tequila sodas and I don't know. We're dancing, having fun. I I don't know. I pulled in a mustache man and I made out with him apparently. Didn't remember it till the next day. Um, my other friend had a little man friend and then we like go upstairs and I my move is to if I'm like done with the night I will kind of just leave yeah same without explanation Irish exit Irish sure. and I have I only do that when I'm drunk when I'm like really not in a good spot like that's for some reason in my brain that is my instinct so I left my coat at the bar in the middle of the winter in the middle of the winter and this was like a if you remember last year it was pouring rain this is after this is the morning after where i'm discovering all of these pieces of how i got home so i got i took two different ubers home for some reason i must have gotten in one gotten out and then got another one so i had to go from manhattan to bushwick because that's where i was living at the time um the next morning i saw a canceled seamless order for $55 worth of Italian food. Oh my God. I never knew this part. I mean, something in me was smart in that I canceled it, but I w- I guess I was hungry again because the, the meal that we paid, you know, a hundred plus dollars for was not sufficient. So I must've like ordered ahead for the next day for New Year's day. Oh. And then I, ca- I don't know. Maybe I came to and I canceled it. But it was like, it was a full tray of like baked ziti and some other shit. So thank God that didn't arrive at my apartment. Oh my God. Could you imagine? So sad. Um, And then I was sitting in my bed, so hungover, like had had the shakes all day. It was real dark. I remember emailing my therapist, like, can I come back to therapy? Because I had taken a break, a few months break. And I was like... This is New Year's Day at like 10 a.m. I wonder how many of those emails the therapists get on New Year's Day. Like, I need to revisit (laughs) therapy. 
that's probably pretty common actually but that's hilarious yeah it just really got off on the wrong foot this year and I feel like you know that's just one night whatever but I do think there's something to be said about starting having like January 1st be a really positive day and not one where you're stuck in bed and questioning all of your life's decisions yeah don't you remember my story about how I had to take plan b on new year's day once oh yes Mm -hmm. that's that's from our episode plan a b and the d another doozy that's a a new year's eve Mm -hmm. like it actually other than taking plan b that new year's eve was actually super super fun um but yeah there's nothing there's nothing positive about starting your new year new year in a shitty shitty place and it's so common like everyone's like oh you're hungover on new year's day like that's the way you're supposed to be I don't know I think there's a way to kind of like you said like have pizza and wine and like have a little fun or even just go to like happy hour with your girlfriend or like maybe have like a couple girlfriends at your apartment and you have just like a little a little wine and whatever and then everyone goes home like I've done the stay at home I think that's probably what I'm gonna do this year too so there's something to be said about that but you can also just do something kind of in the middle and avoid the tragedy yes that's the goal avoid tragedy and if you see tragedy coming up step back Mm -hmm. it's that's the right advice. The thing is, you can kind of see where it's going. Like, there is a point where you're either like, okay, I'm going to keep going down this savage path or I'm going to, like, correct myself and take my ass home. Yeah, like, even my story I just told, like, the the thing I should have done, really, is I should have not gone to the party upstairs. Right. I should have, like, been it's like, always- you guys go, I'm going to go to bed, and then I would have been, like, cute. Because at midnight, I was still cute and fun. Like, right. I was alive and well, and I remember everything. Were you an Oprah fan growing up? Oh, yeah. We'll a little bit, this. yeah, okay. but not, like, diehard watch every week or every day. I feel like this is pretty um, known. Okay, so Oprah um, had an episode years ago, and I never forgot this because I probably watched it when I was in high school, but she had an expert on on abduction. And if you're abducted, you never allow that person to take you to the second location because you're more likely to die at that second location. Why, though? Because... Because, <sighs> like, they've committed? I guess. Like, <laughs> like, the kidnapper's like, I got her now. Yeah, I think it's... it. There, the second location is often more secluded. Oh, okay. Yeah. So your likelihood for surviving that is is, is lower. lower, and they probably know what they're doing. So um, maybe yeah. this is a lesson that we can apply to drinking. Don't go to the second location. That's actually really good for the this context. Like one it's party a bit is of a enough. stretch, but like yeah, one party is enough. Yeah, you don't and, need to and go the, to the second the, party. The New Year's Eve I went and had to do Plan B in the morning was because I went to that guy's apartment after being with my friends, like at a downtown restaurant. Yep. Yeah, the second location, really. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you went to the bar in the basement, right? And that's where you got all fucked up, right? Yeah. No, I love that. That's actually true. Yeah, just the second stick to location. one party, y'all, and you'll be fine. You'll be feeling good. Um, so we also just want to say, like, yes, we've had our funny drunken stories getting into 2019, but um, 2019 has been, like, I would say for me, it's been a little bit of a mixed bag of, like, good and bad, which I guess is fair. Nothing's perfect, and there's always positive things you can find in your in a shitty situation. But one thing that I made um, a point to do this year was to get into therapy. 
And we did talk about it on our um, our second episode about therapy, but I started at the new year and I had a goal set in mind for myself. Um, and I, I think there'll come a time where I will talk about why I go to therapy and some of the more like sensitive things in my life, but today is not that day. Um, so DM me if you're like dying to know. Maybe this is a great little tease. Well, you're, you're going to answer on the I'll DM? T- I'll t- I'll t- no, I'm not going to answer the DM, but maybe it'll like make me feel more comfortable oh, to oh, talk yeah. about Guys, it. Guys, DM her. That Yeah, we would you love to hear. You can DM me or, you know, let me know if Inc- you want to know. DMs of encouragement. Yeah, because I'm not secure enough yet to talk about it on the podcast. But anyway, I made a point to sort of like get through a hurdle in my life. And I actually did do it. I got through the hurdle. Um, and I got through the hurdle. I didn't get the response I was looking for. But actually, ironically, last night I got a, a, a response from um, something. I, I got a sign that things were moving in the right direction. Let me just say it that way. Um, and so that was really positive. And I, I think that I, as, after that happened last night, I was sort of thinking about where I started the year in relation to this issue I have. And I was really, um, I was really nervous. I was really, um, I felt like I was really uh, shooting in the dark. And after like the last couple of weeks, I feel like I'm sort of, it was all worth it to like go to therapy every week and talk about it and cry and like, like dig deep into like some traumas I've been through or go back into my childhood and stuff like that. So it has felt worth it. And especially last night, I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. And that has made me feel good. Um, and then the other thing, obviously, like, let's just call a spade a spade. Like, we started this fucking podcast this year. That's and that's right. been pretty, yes. it's been pretty beneficial um, to both of us. So um, that, I love that. That's so, mine. You know, personal growth and, um, you know, having starting something and taking a risk. I mean, I tried to do like one big risk a year and the podcast was certainly a risk and um, it has been for me in many ways like my weekly therapy since I've stopped and yeah I mean I think doing something that's really scary is going to pay off. You don't know when it's going to pay off. You don't know when you're going to get that satisfaction of like oh thank god I did this because it's really hard but yeah, I think I hope that inspires people to maybe go into therapy or explore or I don't know, resolve something that they haven't resolved um, in a long time. So, yeah, 2019, I mean, we can joke about how like shitty it was and, you know, you had your breakup and I've had several changes in my life. But I think for whatever reason, had my double breakup. God, you sure did. You had a double breakup. I had a double breakup. I bet oh. the timeline is very fuzzy for our listeners. Maybe. Right. I don't know. It's it's fuzzy for me too. But the, I had two breakups. One was like the two-year ex-boyfriend that I talk about a lot. And then this guy, New Year's Eve guy, was like a very like quick relationship kind of in between, in between. Yes. my two-year. Just to clarify. Yeah, yes. I keep listening back and I'm like, people are probably so fucking confused. But anyway. Yeah. So number one was New Year's Eve guy. Number two was recently. Yeah. Like yes. in um, whatever, August. Yeah. Who you had a doozy of a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's... <laughs> Anyway, what is your, like, good 2019? Yeah, I think, um, I think I've really come into myself uh, this year. For whatever reason, year 28, it was really kind of towards the 
back end of the year, the the last half, where I felt I feel more confident than I've ever felt in my entire life. And I've always struggled with confidence. I know who I am. I know what I want in all aspects of my life. And that's going to change. It's an ever evolving thing. But I know what I want out of a relationship. I have standards now. I have career goals that are um, that are pretty well established. I moved into my new apartment. My uh, solo apartment which is a big that's a big big deal I've always like when I was a teenager or a kid I, I I said to myself I want to live by myself in Manhattan and I made it happen this year and I sometimes lose sight of that because I get bogged down of like why am I paying this much why am I doing that why am I kind of struggling you know financially or whatever but I'm like I want to do I wanted this and I'm just going to make it work for whatever time I have this place and to kind of have that check on my list. And so I'm really proud of that and I'm of course proud of us starting this podcast. I I've always felt that I had a voice and I wanted to use it in a way that felt true to myself. So I never wanted to like, you know, uh, only kind of talk about dating or only talk about my illness or whatever. I wanted something that was t- was all-encompassing, and I think this is it. And so um, it has been a rocky year, certainly not, like, the rockiest, but a lot of changes and a lot of, like, me figuring out what I want, and I f- finally am, am at that place. So it feels that feels good. And I don't take many opportunities to, like, talk about this, so this was kind of a nice way to – recap the year in a positive way yeah I had two breakups but you had two job breakups I did one <laughs> coming soon but I know you changed jobs twice yeah and it's something that is very difficult I mean one um, that's where we met at that job and it was a lot of like interpersonal relationships that were also kind of not broken because I still talk to the people that I want to talk to but um, when you dedicate that much of your life to a place and a company and pour your like heart and soul into it, that's really tough. And then I jumped into a whole other industry and ball game and I took a big risk in that way and it didn't work out. And I think I had to learn that to let go of the shame and the guilt and just say, you know what, I tried and I kind of learned that I have to go somewhere else. So it was all like value very valuable learning lessons and I'm very grateful to have learned them and I'm very grateful to just move on from this year too I couldn't agree more um I think that I I think everything good and bad this is very cliche but it's all a learning lesson and um and certainly like things haven't worked out exactly the way you might have planned they would or and same with me like I you know I thought that I was gonna like you know, maybe get married next year or something. And I'm not that I know of, but, um, you know, things don't always work out the way you think they're going to, but I think that's okay because in my life, as I know in yours, like there's things like even 10 years ago, I thought we're going to go a certain way and they didn't. And now I'm so glad they didn't go that way because I'm sitting here or I'm in this city or I'm at this job. And those are all things I'm grateful for. It all does lead you where you're supposed to go. It just doesn't always look so pleasant. Anyway, the next thing we want to talk about is 2020. 
So we, um, we definitely talked about the podcast. We're so happy that we have this. And thank you so much for listening. We're really, really excited about 2020. We have all these things we want to do. I think we'll have some really funny content. So keep listening. And, um, and anyway, we, we sort of feel, I at least feel, I won't speak for you, Jacqueline, but I feel like these last few months have sort of been like our, uh, like our introduction and we've had to like, we really have learned on our own beat and we're sort of like figuring out what works and what doesn't. And I feel like we are in a good groove and we have all these things we can do. And so I think that's the best thing. Um, but men. Yeah. So 2020. So this, you know, the resolutions thing, people are either all about it or anti. What are your feelings on resolutions? And what are some of your, if we don't want to use that word, like goals for next year? Um, so I kind of believe in resolutions. So I actually have a funny one. So this time last year, I was thinking my life was like great and I was in the best place, blah, blah, blah. So, and this actually is true. So I've always wanted to be a good winker. I'm not kidding. I've always wanted to like be able to like shoot a wink at somebody. Guys, I did not see that one coming. No, I really wanted to. I always (laughs) wanted to learn how to wink and like be really like slick and cool at it because I see people do it. I'm like so jealous. Really? This is these are my problems I had in 2018. See, remember 2018 was ending really positive. Got it. So it's like I don't have anything to work for. I'm perfect. I'm just gonna try and wink. I want to learn and practice my wink. So my resolution last year was to perfect my wink. And how's it going? No, that wasn't good. Maybe I need to bring it into 2020. I I can't do it right now because I literally can't keep my eyes open very much. Um, But anyway. Are you talking about like a sexy wink or a friendly wink? A sexy wink, obviously. Like I'm not winking at my friends. Would you pull this out like at a bar? I don't know. I kind of just, you know what? I also am like super sarcastic and I like to like inject humor in things. So like if I do that, I might just be like, yeah. (laughs) She did it. Like a little like. You know, like ding, 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 zinger, zinger, zinger. Right. You know, hit a little like, wink. Oh, that was a good one. See? She she hit me with one, I, and I I really believed that. I can do it when we are in context of things. Um, but anyway, I've gotten very good at it. I think, and um, you know, if you see me on the street, I'll I'll shoot you a wink. But um, that was my 2019 resolution, and I did it. I'm she's. Yes, confirmed. She- I'm way better than I was last year. Okay. I might not be the best, but I'm better. So I do like doing something like that. I think it's nice to have a goal. And, and a more serious goal was obviously my therapy um, point I made earlier. But this year, I have a few things I want to um, even just think about for myself. So I travel a lot for work internationally. Southeast Asia and me are good friends. But I've never been to a lot of, like, cities in the U.S. Like, I've never been to Chicago. I've never been to New Orleans. I've never been to, like, Arizona. Like, random places. Um, So I kind of want to do that. I went to Austin a couple months ago. um, And it was so easy. It was, like, a three-hour – not even, a a two-and-a-half-hour flight. And it was, like – it, it was just so easy. So I was, like, I could do this, like, for a weekend. It's It's not hard. Um, the other thing I want to do is I've done half marathon. I've done a half marathon before and I've wanted to do more of them, but I injured myself one year. So I haven't been able to do one since, but I do want to do one again this year. So I'm trying to do one in the fall. 
um, back in New Hampshire near where my parents live. So I'm probably going to do that. And then I kind of want to also um, piggyback on like our beauty episode we did last week. I do want to learn about clean beauty, do the whole aluminum free deodorant yep, and all same. that stuff. So that's something I really do want to do as well. Oh my God, same. Oh my God, same. Yes. What about you? Yeah, I think those are all um, very achievable. You know, like it. I think some people make these like crazy resolutions and then they kind of uh, hate themselves when they don't achieve them. But like they're they're probably a little too far-fetched. So I'm trying to be uh, realistic in my resolutions as well. Um, I think my kind of overall goal is to make decisions that contribute to my wellness. And so that includes like don't um, – I'm going to try to stop overcommitting myself. And that has always been a theme throughout my entire life. Like I want to own the power of no um, when it's not going to serve me. Uh, I want to spend less, read more, get off my damn phone. Um, all, again, contributing to wellness. Um, I do want to reconnect with a few friendships that I haven't maintained as well as I should have. So uh, reach back out. I think it's a good time to do that. Um, I want to uh, practice calligraphy. I That's something that I was a goal last year and I took like one workshop and it was wonderful, but I just didn't have the time or didn't make the time, I should say. Um, and I've always liked hand lettering and all that. So I want to do something that is just for me um, that I can use. Um, I, I mentioned this earlier, but I want to make, I want to make it a point to make one giant risk and whatever form that is. I don't know. I think when I come across it, I'll recognize it as the risk. Yeah. Um, and then I want to get back into some advocacy and volunteer work for, uh, Crohn's and colitis. Um, you know, I've had Crohn's for many, many years and I was for a long time, very, involved in that community I was a camp counselor um you know I felt really connected and then for the past few years I've taken a step back um just because I wanted to focus on some other things but now I feel like I'm ready to kind of step back in and I feel like I have a lot to give and also receive so I think these things are pretty achievable I think um you know so I'm excited to like put them into practice I think that's great I love the idea of doing something like doing some charity advocacy stuff like I always want to find something I'm passionate about and and do that but again we always make excuses or like the time is never um there but it's a really good thing to do and it will make you feel better All right, we are going to do another round of our classic game, Oh My God Yes or Oh My God No. This time it is Terms of Endearment, and this was inspired by um, someone calling me sweetheart, and I was not about it. Um, so it we, didn't come off well in context. No, it was a it little was condescending. Not, it was condescending. That's exactly the way it read. It's mm-hmm. all about, yeah, how, the context. So. Yep. For this game, we're gonna be, we're saying these terms of endearment used in the um, in the world of a relationship. Uh, if it's pre uh, DTR, pet names are even more weird. For sure. So yeah, like, some of these are like relationship. Terms. That's okay when you're really in a relationship, but before that, it's not. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag. Are we ready? I'm ready. All right, sweetheart, <laughs> kick it off. I'm going to go with, oh my God, no, in all times of a relationship. It's just not my favorite one. I think it is condescending. It reminds me, that word reminds me of like an older man 
calling like a younger girl like holy sweetheart like and I love that I love when like older like cute older you know men or women are like call me sweetheart I like that because it reminds me of like my grandmother um but yeah in a in a really in a straight relationship I think like if a guy is saying that to you it's a little like demeaning like oh sweetheart yeah if a a potential boyfriend or boyfriend says it it just doesn't come off right like if it's a friend and they're like oh sweetheart it's fine I don't know there are moments but not not with a a guy you're sleeping with right (laughs) so that's an oh my god oh my god no for me dog it is oh my god no for me okay what about babe or baby um babe yes baby no same yeah (laughs) definitely oh my god same don't ever say baby to me I don't want to I don't want you to call me baby and I don't ever want to call someone baby I think I'll have lost all my cool if I ever say baby to somebody that's brutal yeah babe I you know whatever if you're saying it in public, like, babe, babe, get me a drink. Babe, babe, give oh, me a drink. That's obnoxious. <laughs> I literally couldn't even stand you just now. <laughs> but if it's like, you know, cute, hey, babe, I like that. Yeah, or like, um, I feel like I am somebody that'll use pet names in my apartment or their apartment. You know, like right. when we're alone together, I'll say like, babe, can you grab the remote? Yeah, it gets a little dicey when you're around other people. Yeah. Because I just roll my eye. I've had many instances of this where I'm just like, oh, God, please just call them by their freaking name. Yeah. Or or a, maybe more of like an original nickname, which we're going right. to get to, but yeah. All right. What about love? No. Love's not a name. It's an, uh, it's an emotion. Yeah. Like, hey, love. No. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Not from anyone. I say a full, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I would I would agree. Like Across I, the board, no. I can't think of any person that would be okay if someone said love like that. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Literally made me choke. The idea of that was horrible. Okay, well, this might make you joke. This will make me really bad. Okay, what about daddy and mama? Let's just go with daddy because that's what we would call a man. Okay, so I had a recent um, issue with this. Oh. Someone asked me to call him daddy in bed. No, really? Yeah. Red flag. I know red flag i know it was uh, that is did you actually do it (laughs) oh jacqueline you did oh no oh no i will never do that again i will never i'm sweating right now yeah you're bright red so i like i'm repulsed but i mean i was like you know i had some like red wine in me well that and like when you're getting Um, deep dicked you're like i'll call you Yeah, I was getting banged out, and it was the first time in a while. You're like, so like whatever, whatever you want, whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh it is a hard, hard no. Um, I went against my morals on that one, and so um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I probably, I don't know, would I have done it in the moment? I want to say I wouldn't. I would have probably like laughed and been like, "Call yourself, daddy, <laughs> right, brah." Anyway, but yes, uh, no. Um, okay, what about honey? 
Um, I like that if you're like a little bit older and you've been married for years and years, and you're like, honey, like, I don't know. I think it's cute. Um, honey, and when I'm like, you know, in my late 20s, I don't think so. Um, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, it's not the most offensive on our list. I think I'm really honestly, I'm sitting here really trying to remember, but I had a boyfriend who I think we did call each other Honey. Like that was our nickname, but it was based off of like an inside joke. So, um, and this was like years ago. Like I was in my mid-20s. Yeah, it's definitely not the worst thing. I, I yeah. would give it a... I would give it a soft yes. Yeah. And again, these are all things we would call each other when we were alone. Not like there was no public honeys, I don't think. Anyway. Okay. What about deer? No. No. There's nothing right about that. (laughs) Deer. I feel like that's like a skull, like no deer. Yeah. Like it's a negative. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, What about beautiful? I mean, sure, I, I don't mind someone calling me beautiful. But what I will say is that you can't call me beautiful unless you're like my boyfriend. Like yes. helicoptering guy was like been texting me like, hey, beautiful. No. And I'm like, you've no. never even seen me before. And I would actually say that to him. I'd be like, why are you, still, why, why are you calling me beautiful? I'm like, oh, God, this guy probably hates me, but... You can't call someone beautiful, A, that you've never fucking met before, or B, that you're not, like, in a relationship with. And if you're going to call me beautiful, like, tell me that, like, in an intimate moment. Yes. Don't call me beautiful, like, as my name. You know? I totally agree. And I think it's almost, like, for me, it's, like, a special treat. Like, if I get really dressed up, or, I mean, I could could be in my gym clothes for all I care, but I think it's it's more impactful if it's, like, kind of sprinkled in um, once in a – not once in a blue moon, but, like – When it's genuine. When it's genuine. Like, oh, my God, you look beautiful. Yeah. You know, like, that's more impactful than saying it every day to someone because then it loses the meaning of it. Yeah, like my ex-boyfriend was actually really good at that. Like if I was like getting ready in the morning and like once I was like all done up, not done up, but like, you know, not looking like a troll, he'd be like, wow, you look so beautiful. And it was like, it was genuine, you know, and it's nice, but he didn't say it every day. He said it like when he genuinely felt it. Yep. Word. Okay. What about cutie? (laughs) No. No, 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 no. That shouldn't even be on this list, actually. Even like, (laughs) I don't. nothing right about that. I don't love, I get cute a lot. I get cute. People tell me I look cute. Like you're so cute. And I get it. Like I'm probably look a little bit younger than I am. I'm like blonde and short and a little bit petite. But like I, that's kind of an insecurity for me. Like I don't want to be called cute. Like I'm a woman. Like don't call me, don't call me cute. But don't you think that's like the introductory beautiful yeah, I think it again. It it is depends on context, um, but yeah, I it's fine. It's fine, but like I don't want it every day, right? And I guess I don't mind being called like saying that I am cute. I just don't want you to call me cutie. Yeah, no, right? Like you can say I'm cute. I that's like a very generic way of saying I'm pretty or. I'm attractive or I'm beautiful, but you don't want to say those things. It's just like, oh, yeah, she's really cute. Yeah. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. There's this couple that I follow on Instagram. Um, They're kind of like, you know, have like thousands of followers, whatever. And they're they're 
cute together. I actually like them. Um, they make these like videos together. They're like the, I don't, freaking influencers, content creators, whatever. They're one right. of those like couples. Okay. And they call each other like cutie. Ew. And it's like, no. oh, it was a little brutal. No. Okay. What about gorgeous? Like, hey, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. No, I don't think so. I I just, again, it's not the most offensive on this list, but I just, again, I want someone to be genuine about it. Like it, it's, it's very, it, the way people use that is too casual these Mm -hmm. days. Like, Hey gorgeous. Or like, Hey gorgeous. It's like, or in a text. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be, I want someone to think I'm attractive and like for me to like rev their engine, but I just don't think it needs to be that common. You know what I mean? Like the way you talk to me, like I don't need to be, my new name doesn't have to have anything to do with my looks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. It's the same reason why you don't want to be called cutie. It's like, it makes me feel like that's all I am. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I love this one. Bubba. I would call a man Bubba, but that's you because would. I date like oh, you d- <laughs> bouncer vibes. Yeah, bouncer vibes. Yeah. Like the epitome of my next boyfriend should be that he should be called Bubba. Okay. That is you so know? fair. Yeah. See, my soccer player bod is it just not, match. it doesn't match. You got to get a bouncer bod bay. Right. And then you can call him Bubba. Bubba. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And more call it to him behind his back. Right. Like with your girlfriends, you can be like, oh, that Bubba. Oh my! I mean, I love the nicknames we gave we give these fools. Yeah. Um, like you are being called in my friend group some other name that's not your real name until you earn your real name, right? AKA getting in a relationship. Yeah, and then we'll call you by your proper name, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, no. There's you know a million other yeah <laughs> words that yeah we'll you've call you. Ca- you have a nickname in the group chat that is not on your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about sugar? Or sugar. If it's said in like a joking way, hey sugar, like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know. If it's maybe like once as a joke, fine. But not, again, not day to day. Yeah, I just don't, I can't hear that in my head. You know what I mean? Like I can't hear a time where I would be like, that's cute that he just said that yeah. to me. Did we say no to all of these? Yeah. <laughs> we basically just want to be called by our fucking names. <laughs> And actually, no, the last one is uh, I'm going to have feelings on the last okay. one. Okay. So the last, or no, we have one more. We have one more. And then. S- what about sexy? Like, hey, sexy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. These are all it's hard. Tricky. It's uh, tricky yeah, because like, it depends who's saying it and it depends on the context and it depends if like that's their like go-to thing. Maybe if you're literally like just hooking up with someone. Yeah. Like, I don't want my boyfriend to call me that, like, hey, sexy, because, like, he should know me better than, like, just my body. So he should be like, he should be like, hey, woman who I (laughs) kiss the ground you walk on. Now that that deserves an oh my god yes oh my god yes yeah we need to figure out what the acronym for that is and like that's the new pet name <laughs> woman who I kiss the ground you walk on <laughs> ding 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 we gotta win our here people winner. yeah I I've always been uncomfortable with the word sexy because I I don't really like feel like I exude um maybe that. when you call someone daddy oh my god <laughs> ew. <laughs> 
I'm never going to let this. Like, We're leaving that gonna... back in 2019. Like, yeah, truly. That's I will... that expiring was a one... at midnight. That was a trial, like a one and done. And I was trying to be nice because if you enjoy that, then like fine. Then you do something in return for me. Right. I think it like in the moment, it's hard to say no. I'm not going to call you that. Like even I would have a hard time doing that. But yeah, no, I think that. Sexy is reserved for like the guy you're fucking on, yeah. you know, a Saturday night and you don't care about right, you don't him care. as a right. person. Okay, so this is the last one. Um, and it's more about like original pet names, like um, something specific that maybe you came up with yourself between the two of you. How do you feel about that? Yes, I like that because that is something that only you two will know and recognize and it's not like all the other ones I think the problem is they feel so generic and Mm -hmm. like every couple uses them so I like that yeah I do too I had a nickname with my ex-boyfriend that he called me I only called him by his name or I don't know maybe I said babe once in a while but um he had a nickname for me that stuck for like the two years we dated and at first it was annoying but now I'm like then it like grew on me and I didn't care and it was kind of cute after a while because like he would yell it on the street if he saw me and I would turn around like right you know because no one else yeah what was the name yeti that's cute like the cooler yeah so he gave it to me because in my apartment my bed is right by my window and in the winter there's like a really bad draft and I personally don't mind it because I like to snuggle under blankets so if it's a little chilly like I just get cozy but he hated it because he would like wake up freezing and I was like well then fix it you know like if you want to do something and figure out how to keep the draft out like figure it out so he started calling me yeti because I loved it cold and so it just stuck I like that. It's it's cute. But at first I thought it was like the, you know, like a mountain yeti that I was some oh. big old creature. And yeah, that's, that's why I was like, different... you can't call me that. And he was like, that's not what I mean. You the know, cool, the brand. Yeti. Yeah. The expensive brand. Right. It's I was high like, end. Okay. I'll take that. Well, it's interesting. So as I was trying to like come up with I like Googled like pet names um, just because I was like running out of options. And I came across like several articles, like one from Cosmo, the other from Bustle on, um, you know, they did a survey of of couples in relationships and um, they're actually more satisfied um, when there is a pet name used in the relationship versus um, a couple that doesn't use those pet names. So I sort of get it as another layer of like intimacy, but most of these are not my vibe. No, only uh, one or two would I be okay with. But I, I think that um, figuring out a pet name for you and your boyfriend that you share that's original is my best advice. And it has to be organic. Mm-hmm. Like, it, ca- it can't be like, okay, now we're going to think about a, a cute name that we can call each other. No, it needs to kind of be. Yeah, and an moment. inside joke. Right. Yeah, right. I love that. Okay, you guys, that was our episode. We hope you have a fun and safe New Year's Eve tonight. Please be sure you're not drinking and driving and, um, you know, just be safe and have fun, whatever you decide to do. And maybe don't go to the second location. Yeah, for sure. Like, stay in the same place the whole night. That's the best advice we could give after the end of this episode. And we're going to take our own advice, too, I think. 
Um, but anyway, we also just want to say thank you so much for listening to us this year. As we mentioned, this was like something we thought about. We've been working on for the second half of the entire year and, um, we are definitely in our groove and we really appreciate all of you listeners and followers. Um, so keep on going, listen every week and, um, we will keep bringing you the fire content. Um, so on that note, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you're not already. Yeah, please. It'll be a, like a nice holiday present for us. If we could just, you know, wake up and see these stats, keep climbing, that would be a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, five stars always. Um, follow us on Spotify. And then we can also please find us on Spotify for our fire playlist. We um, are going to have some new ones coming in the new year. And um, we are on Instagram, people. We are at oh my god same podcast please follow us dm us chat with us let us know what you're thinking um and i think happy new year just happy fucking new year happy fucking new year